Coming to you from the Center for Social Confidence in Portland, Oregon, welcome to Shrink for the Shy Guy, helping men everywhere go from social anxiety to social domination, with your host, Dr. Aziz. Hey, welcome to another episode of Shrink for the Shy Guy. I'm your host, Dr. Aziz, and you're in the right place, even if you're not a guy, even if you're a gal. I know we have a lot of women listeners, and welcome. Sorry, the name of the show has guy in it. You can't change it once you make it, but uh, I find, I'm sure you, like anyone else, will find that if you just listen to these shows, uh, this applies to not only people who you know think they have shyness or social anxiety, or maybe you're not sure, but kind of everyone. Because deep down, I think most people struggle with, was that good enough? Am I good enough? Do they like me? What if I don't do that well? Uh, these are these are not just problems for people that have some disorder or something. These are human problems. These are challenges that everyone, no matter how successful or accomplished or loved or famous they are, on some level, questions, doubts themselves, um, holds back, is is hesitant when they want to be bold, doesn't take a risk because they're scared of what people will think. I mean, these are human challenges. So you're in the right place, man or woman, gay or straight. Uh, this is the place for you, and, and I'm excited that you're here and that you found this show, and maybe this is your first episode, maybe this is your 50th, I don't know. But if this is literally your first, you should at least go back one episode to uh, the first part of this interview. And in today's episode, we're going to hear the second half of an interview with a confidence expert named Patrick King, who's written like at least a dozen, I think I, maybe it was in the last episode, and I asked him how many he actually wrote. Maybe it's in like the 30 plus range at this point. Books on everything, confidence, communication, conversation. This guy's a master. So I'm super excited to have him on the show and feel very grateful to have him as a guest. So this is the second half of that interview, and you're going to get a ton more out of it if you go back and listen to the first half. Not a requirement, but strongly suggested because we're going to be building on that, obviously. And there's some powerful things that he shares in this uh, half of the interview, including your social purpose which is really eye-opening for me. I think it will be for you too. And he ends with an extremely powerful exercise about how to activate and tap into your own social confidence and sense of value and worth um, that I think you're going to find really good. And you're going to get more out of it if you listen to the first half. So pause this, go back to the first one, uh, which is just last week's episode. And uh, if you've already heard that one, then let's rock and roll. Let's hear more from Patrick King on how we can unlock fearless social confidence. Expert interview. So you you have a chapter uh, called "Slaying the Dragon" yeah, in your yeah, book. Yeah. Tell it. I love that. I love I love the names. Yeah. Of a lot of the chapters in your book. T- tell us yeah. more about what that is. Uh, Slaying the dragon is all about, and this is something you're you're familiar with as well. It's basically adapting what uh, you know CBT psychological techniques, which you know the basically. The basic, most accepted one is exposure therapy. When you're when you're dealing with these situations, is okay. But translation, doing the things that gets you out of your comfort zone to make you feel more confident because there's uh, degrees of good feedback, and there there are ways that are, you know, you might be saying, but isn't that just the point? Is that I feel like I can't do these? Yes, but these are these are things these are, you know, the same actions that are in smaller degrees or in, you know, for example, safe contexts or controlled contexts or they're similar to the thing that you fear. But um, 
in a way that you're comfortable with. So, for example, you know, another one of the things that I always will tell clients to do is um, be that, you know, it's okay. Be that person who, you know, talks to the barista or the cashier for one or two more sentences. Um, and often for people like, like that, it's just like even the act of saying hello, even the act of, you know, replying to to the barista saying, how are you? That's a victory for them. So the thing is to focus, the thing to focus on is, you know, not how well it goes per se, but just actually doing it. So that, you know, talking to a barista would be doing an action that you fear, but in an easier or less intense situation, you know, and once you feel like you're good at that or you, you can say hello, then you add to it and you say hello. And then you ask, how was your day? They're going to say something generic and then you say, that's great. And then you ask a question about it. So that might be another milestone, just that, just that kind of a uh, set of question and responses. And, you know, with, uh, with the clients, it's, it's worked pretty well, just like that. And on some level, it turns into a little bit of a feeling like a, um, what, am I, what is it called? A scavenger hunt, right? Where it's like, do this, <laughs> you know, ask a person to do this, ask them this, say this, say this to them you know, snap a picture with them, whatever. But these are all things that when you have a social purpose, and this is this is a pretty uh, important um, concept, having a social purpose, not socializing just to socialize, but having a purpose behind it, basically plausible, plausible deniability for your psyche. That's something that's going to open up so much for you. Yeah. Tell us more about, about that approach to social purpose. Yeah. Um, and this is mostly when I talk about icebreaking, but having a social purpose, the example that I always use is, okay, um, maybe you walk, so you're hiking. No, let's say that you're driving and your car breaks down. Are you going to have any trouble flagging, you know, trying to flag someone down, you know, to help you? I don't think so because there's a very strong social purpose or purpose for that interaction. Um, but when you're just, you know, when you're on the sidewalk sitting, sitting next to someone, there's no purpose to talk to the per person next to you. And that just, there's so much harder. But if you give them a purpose such as, I want you to just find out the time, or I want you to ask for information, I want you to ask for their opinion on something, then that makes it so much easier because you think, there's a reason for doing this. I'm not weird. They're not going to think I'm weird. There's no way they would. So I can do this. Isn't that fascinating how <laughs> if we were to talk to someone and our yeah. our purpose was not, you know, to get instant information, but our purpose was uh, I'm drawn to you in some way, whether I find you attractive or I just, you know, <laughs> I, I like the, even just for a friendship, like, oh, you seem like a cool person. Like I, I like the, you know, I like the cut of your jib. I want to talk yeah. to you and just see, you know, if it's fun to talk to you, which, which yeah. could very well be a lot of our purposes behind talking to people. Yeah. Isn't it weird how if that is your purpose, socially it's sort of like weird. Why are you talking to me? It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very tough. Um, and a lot of, yeah, a lot of people ha are okay with that in, in, in a direct setting. You know, a lot of people are okay with that in a business sense. They're like, I'm going to talk to you so I can try to get some sales or revenue. But in a social sense, like you're talking about, like, I just feel like you're a cool person. Um, I just think you, you're funny. These aren't things that we say to people or hear from people. So it automatically becomes grouped into this feeling of weird, you know, I'm using air quotes right now, weird or creepy when it's just not right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a funny thing. Cause I'm thinking about, uh, my, my son's Zaim, who's almost three and, yeah. and he'll be just, you know, I like you. 
I I don't like talking now, and, and it's just so it's so it's so out there. Um, yeah. And you know, I, I definitely feel like there is space for that as you've. But you're right; it's not the icebreaker. It's like once you started to talk, you've chatted for a while. You could say something like, "Wow, it's, uh, I love talking with you," or "This is really fun," or you, you know, "I love your humor," or whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, that's really interesting. So having that that social purpose, getting the the opinion, and uh, you know, that's sort of your initial purpose, and then yeah. you can you know, veer into a longer conversation. I will say that you don't actually have to need the opinion or you don't actually have to need the information because that's a lot of, I know, I know you're going to hear this because I hear this all the time. It's like, but I don't care about this thing or I already know the time. Well, it's not the point, right? It's how they, it's the reason that you're having a social purpose is because we feel like it makes it okay for the other person. So regardless of what you have swirling in your head, you're going to present the same to the other person as you would if you really did or did not need that information or opinion. Mm. We're going to pause for just one moment and then get back into the interview with confidence expert Patrick King. Do you want to know the fastest and most powerful way to completely change your confidence levels for the rest of your life? It requires more than just listening to something or reading a book. It requires you step up and say that you will do whatever it takes to break out of fear and create the confidence you know you deserve in this life. The fastest and most powerful way to create that confidence in yourself is to work directly with someone who knows exactly what you're going through and who has traveled the road ahead. Go to socialconfidencecenter.com coaching to find out more about how to work directly with Dr. Aziz in private one-on-one -on -one coaching. What do you think about a social purpose uh, about just curiosity? Like you're curious about what book they have, you're curious about their their backpack, whatever, some some article of something they're carrying. I think that's perfect. That's, you know, that's that's like a combination of asking for opinion and information. It's like what is, you know, that's a really cool looking backpack. Where did you get it? Now, I don't now you ask yourself, is that a weird thing if someone said that to you? It's not at all. Yeah. Yeah, right. no, it's true. I was just thinking about, I'll also do a lot of uh, kind of inclusive stuff. Like if you're in line at a, at a counter, a restaurant, whatever you order at a counter, you can just be like to be up to the person behind you. Hey, uh, you know, which one do you think is better, that or that? Or what do you, what do you think? Right. Would you get that? And it's just, it's again, but you're right. It is, it's a, it's an opinion. I never right. really broke it down that way, but you are, I am often asking for opinions or information. Yeah. And, you know, just to, to make it easier, it's, you don't have to worry about what the conversation that happens after because the victory here is just doing it. You know, it's okay to just ask for the information or ask for the uh, opinion and then that's it. You say, okay, thanks. But that's another, you know, that's kind of another notch on your belt where you, where you find and discover that it's okay. I can do this. I am the type of person that can do this. Um, people aren't going to bite my head off. Um, and this next one is going to be something that's very hard for people to accept, but there is nothing to be afraid of. But these are they are these are all things that there's a very high cumulative effect that it takes you know it takes a long time to take root in your brain, mm -hmm. but that's how it's, these these simple small things where the simple act of doing is the victory is where you can start. Yes, I love that you said that that there is nothing to be afraid. Of. I mean, it's something that I've been considering more and more is this idea of no threat. Like, oh, yeah. we, you know, I, I'll sometimes say that in my mind, like there, you know, if I notice anxiety about something or fear, it's like, okay, I'm having anxiety or feeling fear because some part of me in my brain is perceiving threat. 
Yeah. And then I slow yeah. down and I breathe and I say, you know, is there a threat? There's no threat here. Unless there actually is, but 90, 98.7% of the time, there is no actual threat. It's just, nah, there yeah. is no threat, and especially socially. And what's fascinating, and I'm really curious about, is how do we get to that point where talking to someone and they don't want to talk to you back yeah. is no threat. There's no danger in that. It's just an information. It's just a packet of information that comes back to you. Packet of information. There, that's extremely... Yeah. Empowering. Well, let me ask you one more yeah. uh, kind of tactical question because I know you're very good with this kind of stuff. So yeah, let's say please. someone has worked on this for a while and they've gotten the, you know, hey, what time is it? Or, hey, you know, some basic question, opinion <laughs> uh, down. Uh, you know, another great one is like, hey, would you, do you have a, a restaurant you'd recommend around here? So let's say they got that <laughs> down and then they, they do want to take the conversation a bit further. How might someone, you know, after they get over that initial high or how's it going or quick question, uh, what next? How to, how to keep it going? How to keep it going. Um, well, there's a few ways that I teach this, but for the, for the sake of this, I might just go with the one where it's like, it's very simple in that you can, what you do is, you know, break conversation down, okay? It's, it's a statement or a question to you. You answer with a statement or question to them. It's what it is, right? So to make things easier, uh, one of the things that I teach people is kind of scripts to use. And within the scripts, now this is a long conversation, right? The scripts, you know, there's, <laughs> oh God, there's basically you plug and play it. So with the scripts, there are nine possibilities for um, responses. And these range from like your personal history, a personal anecdote, uh, your opinion, your stance, uh, something that's related, a free association term, um, a compliment, um, so what you do is you plug all these in and blah, blah, blah. But I'm overcomplicating that. To make it easy, you just say, you ask for your information, you get your response. Here you go. You ask two more. You ask one or two more questions about the response, about the information that you've just gotten. And then you ask about them. It's, it's a very easy thing to do, I think. So, for example, if I'm going to ask someone where, oh, I don't know, if, they're, if they know if there's a coffee place nearby, Ooh, ooh, let's uh, let, let's actually oh, just do it. Uh, yeah. Let's role play it. So yeah. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be standing there, uh, whatever, outside of a coffee shop or something, yeah. and yeah. Um, and you want to come talk to me? Uh, let's let's rock and roll. Okay. Hey, excuse me. Uh, do you know if there's a good coffee place anywhere nearby? Hey. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm 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 waiting outside of this one. This this one's uh this one's great. I like this one. Oh, cool. Uh, do you know if they have food here, or is it just uh, what what kind of place is it? Uh, they have they have some stuff on the menu. Oh. Okay, but, you know, but not not much, just like some some baked goods. Oh, okay. So it sounds like this isn't really a lunch place then. No, no, definitely not. Oh, all right. Uh, what are you waiting out here for? Oh, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna meet a friend, uh, and then we're gonna get some get some coffee. Oh, that's nice. You're you're actually gonna go here. Well, see, what I did was. Uh, if we can just break that down, yep, yep. Two, two questions about the cafe that were, I would say, plausible and normal and you know relatable, and then I switched suddenly to, wait, why are you here? And then you answered. Then I could have asked more about you know the friend. I could have asked about you. Are you from here? Uh, what are you meeting from or for? What are you meeting for? Etc. Um, right. So that's kind of just that easy. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, so so what about uh, the – you talked about those little green lights. Yeah. What I found is when you first start talking to someone, especially you know if you guys don't know each other, you can get 
sometimes there's like a, hey, I'm ready to talk to you vibe coming back. But sometimes yeah. it's a little more like, and I was trying to do that in this role play, like I'm not giving you tons of information. My, oh, yeah. my answer is a little yeah. bit shorter. Uh, how do you help, like do people, should people interpret that as, okay, they don't want to talk to me, I'm bothering them? Or is there some sort of, you know, social, they need to lean in to kind of, until the person's like, oh, okay, they're actually talking to me. How do, how do we deal with that? Um, right. So yeah, I, I did notice that you were doing that. <laughs> I was wondering if that was Dick. intentional. I was like, God, <laughs> should I come on this podcast? <laughs> Knew it. Um, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I did notice that you were doing that. And the way to deal with that is that you have to basically, um, there is, okay. You should have the expectation when you're doing something like that, that you have to be the first one to share. You have to be, I don't know, this isn't really the right word, but the aggressor. You have to be leading the conversation. You have to be filling the gaps because the other person doesn't care at first. They're not invested. So at any at any point convenient to them where the conversation, there's a lull or the conversation drops, if they don't have any interest or engagement, they're out because they fulfilled what was asked of them. But for you, you know, if you want to make a conversation happen with someone, I mean, what I'm basically saying is that you have to put the work in. Yes, you have to be the first one to do it, and you have to be the the one to do it the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so you you got to lead it. And if you if you were getting that um, that kind of response from me, would you kind of exit the conversation, or would you persist and and to see if I warmed up? I would persist to see if you warmed up because um, I kind of cut it off before we got to the more personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it would kind of depend on whether you would want to share that stuff with me. Um, and then we'd go from there. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I think that's, uh, I did that on purpose to see, to see how you would uh, persist through it, which is, which is great. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to model that, that, you know, sometimes you get a big green light, but sometimes people are a little unsure or right. they're in their own space or they're just whatever. They were thinking about something different before you came up. Right. And I think if you would, just like with your tone was really great, warm, friendly, uh, you know, you can kind of, people will start to engage more, you know, not all the time. And if not, that's, that's fine too. Uh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> not all the time. That's true. Yeah. I, I forgot what I was going to say. So go ahead. Some of the time. Well, with Patrick almost all of the time, cause he's damn good. We're going to pause right here for just one more moment and then dive back into the interview with Patrick King. Have you ever wanted to know how to start conversations with anyone? How to never run out of things to say? How to make friends quickly and easily? How to shift out of boring small talk conversations and into something way more fun? And how to stop second guessing yourself during conversations so you can feel completely relaxed while talking with anyone? If so, you need to learn the nine elements of social mastery, which is a key component of Dr. Aziz's program, The Confidence Code. Go to www.yourconfidencecode.com to get your copy today and become a conversation master. The last question I want to ask you is, obviously people uh, uh, can find more about this in the uh, in the book. You have a 30-day plan to social confidence. We've talked yeah. about some of the pieces. Is there anything else from that plan or maybe a 30,000-foot view? Like what's the what's the overall process? To building this, the overall process is a lot of what we just talked about. Um, there is one thing that I do want to mention that we, uh, I guess, kind of glazed over. It's basically the, the conversation slash confidence resume. I'll get back to that in a second. But the thirty day, you know, the bird's eye view of the plan is basically you got to start with you got to start with yourself. 
Uh, you got to examine all the negative self-talk you have. You got to examine what you're thinking about the world. You got to examine how that ripple effect is actually affecting you because if you think it is, it's affecting if you think it's affecting you, then it's affecting you a lot. Um, that's basically the thing of it. It's like the tip of the iceberg type uh, type phenomenon. Um, so it starts with that. And then it transitions, the, la- the latter half transitions into basically just degrees of um, degrees of exposure that were, which gets you into situations where you can get the good feedback and you can build your skills and you can build your confidence based on these good experiences. Um, but I'll get back to the conversation resume or conversation slash confidence resume now. And that's basically, you know, this is also one of my favorite things to do with people because the conversation resume I ask people to talk about themselves. I ask people to talk about their greatest accomplishments, you know, something like their unique achievements, what's unique and great about them, what are they above average at, what are they better than most of their friends at, and then some social things such as uh, what are, you know, what are five times that you were in the zone, you know. It can be insignificant, but just five times. It can just even be like, oh, that party at Lisa's house or whatever. It doesn't matter because what you're doing now is you're priming these things. You're looking over this this uh, resume, so to speak. You're looking over it. You're thinking, I am that type of person. I can do that. So what you're basically doing is you're reversing your negative self-talk forcefully by reading this every day. That is great. I really like that, like having yeah. them really reflect on on the, the ways that they are naturally – above average skilled and 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 you know and also socially competent and and have can have great experiences yeah it's it's tough for a lot of people to do that at first but so that's why it can take a little bit but um that is often one of the big keys i found to people you know not just the 30-day plan but just getting themselves feeling more comfortable with themselves because they realize you know they can like themselves there's likable parts of themselves Damn right. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I would highly recommend that. Uh, and not only that, but um, Patrick's book, Fearless Social Confidence, as well as many others, if you're really interested about some of those things he was sharing with us about, you know, the next steps in conversation, the different, the nine kind of statements you can make, super valuable stuff. Highly recommend other books he has around all sorts of conversation tactics. You can find all of them on Amazon. And if people would like to go further with you, is there something else you offer in addition to books, any sort of training or ways that they can learn or work with you? Yeah, uh, I do offer, I am a coach, of course. Um, So I do offer coaching and you can find all that on my website. But I also have a course called Conversation Tactics. And uh, in it also, you know, the first module (laughs) is titled, you know, social confidence. So it's about that. And it's about uh, how to get comfortable in conversation and socialization and just dealing with people in your life. Because, you know, cultivating strong relationships is probably, well, not probably, is proven by studies to be the number one predictor of, you know, happiness, uh, fulfillment, satisfaction. So conversation is really the key to that. And it's also the foundation of what makes that. So it takes you through all that also hits fearless social confidence as well and you can you can find more information about that as well as some uh some free training stuff i, I like to give a lot of stuff away for free so you would get a cheat sheet you would get um you know something to actually help you make the conversation slash confidence resume a worksheet for that and some free training videos uh i like to give stuff away so that's all at conversationtactics.com. great and that's where people could find out more information about the full course as well 
Yeah. Yes, okay. it is. Conver- yeah, and we'll have a link below um, if you're uh, listening to this at shrinkfortheshyguy.com. We'll have a link below this episode um, with uh, with the information around to click on that as well because I would highly recommend uh, the program. It's a great way to learn. You know, the stuff books are a great way to get learn as well, but the programs are you know can get more interactive and and we can um, take in the material uh, much faster and and better. I think through that kind of training. So that is awesome, man. Thank you so much for sharing. Just a tip of the iceberg of of all the knowledge you have in this area, and uh, super appreciate the work that you're doing in the world to help everyone. I appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot for having me. That brings us to the end of the interview and almost the end of the episode, but there was something so good there that we got to turn it into an action step. Time for action. Your action step for today is to do the exercise that Patrick just recommended at the end there. What am I above average at? That's the question you want to ask yourself. You want to ask it repeatedly until your mind starts giving you answers. So at first, if you're like, what am I above average at? And your mind says, nothing, you suck. Well, don't just stop there. Ask again with more conviction, with more uncertainty, expecting an answer. What am I above average at? Ask it throughout the day many times. Now, when you say expecting an answer, you don't have to force something, but just keep asking it. And the answer will emerge. The answers will emerge. And you know, you can also put... um a little qualifier in front of it, which can help bypass resistance. So you can say, if I wanted to find what I was above average at, it would be blank. Or if I wanted to give myself credit for what I was above average at, if I wanted to give myself credit for what I was above average at, that's another way to kind of bypass it. It's like, well, I know, critic, you say I'm good at nothing, but if I wanted to give myself a little credit, I would say I'm above average at, and then just start filling it in. Just say whatever comes to your mind. Don't filter it. Don't question it. Don't doubt it. Just let it emerge and then start to build on that. And if your critic stops you from doing this exercise, just go back into the archives of this show. There's tons of episodes about how to deal with that inner critic, which is the core source of our you know, low self-esteem, social anxiety, not feeling good enough. It all comes back to that sucker. So you're definitely going to want skills to, to learn how to work with him. And actually, you can get my program, The Confidence Code. And the whole first half is dedicated to helping you eliminate that toxic inner critic. You can check that out at yourconfidencecode.com. And I have a free um, ebook if you go there that that teaches you some of these tools. So yourconfidencecode.com. But whatever it is, you're going to want to be able to do this exercise because it will build your social confidence and help you strengthen that over time. And if you go to shrinkfortheshyguy.com, shrinkfortheshyguy.com, um, and look up this episode, which is called Fearless Social Confidence, you'll find uh, Patrick below the, um, below the uh, top of the show there where it shows like the picture and you can listen to the episode. Right below that, there's the show notes and there you'll be able to find out about him and download his book. Highly recommend it. Just go to Amazon and type in Fearless Social Confidence or Patrick King and I'm sure you'll find it. So thanks for being with me today. And until we speak again, May you have the courage to be who you are and to know on a deep level that you're awesome. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Shrink for the Shy Guy with Dr. Aziz. If you know anyone who can benefit from what you've just heard, please let them know and send them a link to shrinkfortheshyguy.com. For free blogs, ebooks, and training videos related to overcoming shyness and increasing confidence, 
go to socialconfidencecenter.com.